Year after year after year, I hear people tell me that they do not want to pay large subscription fees or for memberships to be able to get access to content related to safety. So me and my friends here at Safety FM have come up with an idea called Safety FM Plus. This is a video streaming service that allows you to have some downloadable document content available readily wherever you are. You can go to the website safetyfmplus.com or go to the Apple Store app and download it for your iPhone, iPad, or even Apple TV. It's also available on Android and Android TV, Roku, and Fire TV. We want to be wherever you are. So to get you started, you can come to the website or download the apps as we just discussed. The other great portion about this is that if you sign up right now at safetyfmplus.com, you will get a downloadable version of Simple Revolutionary Acts, the first book by Dr. Todd Conklin as part of your membership to get into this. So go right now to safetyfmplus.com to find out more information. That is safetyfmplus.com. This, this, this show is brought to you by Safety FM. The following program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls to call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Welcome to another glorious edition of the Rated R Safety Show. We are coming to you live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida. And today is Monday, October the 19th of 2020, day 293 of the year and only 73 days left to go. Anyways, how was your weekend? Hopefully you had a fantastic time doing whatever the heck you were doing because, you know, those things are always important. Anyway, so we are kind of here hanging out on the Rated R Safety Show. Plethora of stuff to talk about that happened over the weekend. Some interesting things, some cool things, some things that were supposed to happen that didn't happen, and all kinds of fun stuff. So we'll get into that as we go in through the stories of today. So just so you're fully aware of what we have going on. Also, the other side of the equation, as I talk about this and reference this real quick, today on the show, as we go through a lot of the stuff here, so let me just make sure that I'm clear, we're going to talk about some of the things that happened over the weekend. So that way you know exactly what's going on. But as we get into this today, we, you know, if you're not familiar with this, let me explain this to you. This is the way that it works. We talk about what's going on in the world of news, and then we have some pros that come in and talk about that stuff. And then I give you my nonsense in and out on how I do my things, and then we go from there. Also, before I forget, there has been a a boo-boo that I made that is something that I announced last week 
about um, some book stuff. I apologize. I was a week ahead. The book contest will not actually open until later this week after the class um, that we're having scheduled for Wednesday. So apologize about that. We'll get that open, readily available for you. So I was a, a small tad hair ahead of time. So just so you know. Anyway, so as I start talking right now, and thank you for coming out and hanging out with us. Um, we are streaming live, like I said, on safetyfm.com, safetyfm.tv, safetyfm.live, the, the podcast version, also the radio station, the app, you know, the, the, the many different things that we have to offer. But let me tell you what was trending over the weekend. Good, bad, ugly, or different, depending on how you take a look at it. Anyways, hashtag Big Sen was trending on Saturday as volunteers vo- for Vote Ford, a Democratic-aligned PAC, sent out thousands of letters encouraging voters to turn out on Election Day. So Big Send was actually doing the hashtag. Next hashtag that was making the wor- making the rounds was World Collides When, filled with Twitter on Sunday as users tweeted examples of two worlds colliding. Tweets included tea people meet coffee people, pineapple meets pizza. When it was taking the first shot of tequila, your sport, <laughs> your, you sport a mullet, business in the front, party in the back, and then Seinfeld reference of independent George meets relationship George. That was another trend that was hitting around over the weekend. Let's continue with some other ones that were making the trend as well. Blue Hour was trending on Sunday as the K-pop group. Tomorrow, X together or TXT, they will be releasing an EP titled Minisode of One Hour Blue, and that will be on October the 26th. So there you go. That was some interesting stuff there. Then Biden Believes was an also, another hashtag that was trending, was shared as Anti-Trumper Sunday with messages of inspiration and hope that Joe Biden will become the next president with just over two weeks until Election Day. Biden supporters are doing all they can to gain support and votes to elect the man of faith and truth to the White House. I don't know. I'm just reading what it says here. And then the last but least hashtag was hashtag bear down was trending on Sunday as the Bears beat the Carolina Panthers 23 to 16. Chicago is now five and one. Anyway, so there you go. A lot of information of what was trending over the weekend for sure. Um, So I don't know. I always find it interesting on how that goes about. So let's kind of go back to our friends our amigos, our compadres at Feature Story News and give them another shout out of World of Events. And let's see if we make it to last all three minutes. So here we go. Here is the news on the Rising Star Safety Show. From Feature Story News in Washington, I'm Simon Marks. Italy has become the latest European country to impose new measures to combat a second wave of COVID-19 after nearly 12,000 new cases of infection were reported in the last 24 hours. In Belgium, a new partial lockdown is taking effect with the closure of all bars and restaurants for a month. From FSN's bureau in Brussels, Lucy Hoff reports. The Belgian health minister has warned that the country has lost control control of the virus. With Belgium, he said, close to a tsunami of cases. New restrictions are now in force, including a curfew of midnight, mandatory home working and the closure of the hospitality sector for a month-long period. In Italy, restaurants will have to close their doors at midnight and bars will have to close at 6pm if they can't offer table service. German Chancellor Angela Merkel has warned Germans to avoid unnecessary travel and remain at home where possible. Lucy Hoff, Brussels. 
Nearly every American state is seeing COVID-19 cases rise, with warnings the country hit worst by the pandemic is heading for a new wave of infections. The US has recorded more than 8 million cases and nearly 220,000 deaths. From FSN's Washington Bureau, Nick Harper reports. The Midwest and Mountain West are seeing some of the greatest surges. North and South Dakota have recorded more new infections than any state since the start of the pandemic, and hospital facilities there are becoming strained. However, US President Donald Trump has repeated his assertion that the country is rounding the turn in the battle against the virus. Top infectious disease expert Dr Anthony Fauci says the US is fatigued with restrictions and warns health measures like mask wearing should be prioritised over considerations of a potential national lockdown. I'm Nick Harper in Washington. The US has scheduled the first federal execution of a woman for almost 70 years. Lisa Montgomery is due to be given a lethal injection in December. From FSN's bureau in New York, Sarah Walton reports. The last federal execution of a woman was carried out in 1953. The death penalty was then outlawed in 1972, but reinstated at a national level in 1988. But up until 2018, just three federal executions took place. Then last year, the White House said it would resume carrying out the death penalty. Lisa Montgomery's execution would be the eighth carried out this year. She was found guilty of murdering a pregnant woman before cutting out and kidnapping her baby in 2004. Montgomery's lawyers have argued she suffers from brain damage and so should not face the death penalty. Her execution is scheduled for the 8th of December in Indiana. I'm Sarah Walton in New York. Top Palestinian negotiator Saeed Erekat is reported to be in critical condition as he battles COVID-19. He's been moved from the West Bank to a hospital in Jerusalem where he's being treated with a ventilator and has been placed into a medically induced coma. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back to the Rated R Safety Show. So what do you think? A lot of lockdowns around the globe there based on what they're saying. Also, what do you think about, you know, the U.S. taking a hit on what's going on out there? That's that's interesting. You know, I don't know. Are we depending on where you stand? I could stand here or I could stand there. Uh, how are you seeing this? Are you seeing that we're we're making the circle, we're coming out, or are we truly not doing the 180 and we really are making the circle, per se? You know, we're coming right back into the bad boy. I don't know. A lot of weird stuff going on. I stay in lockdown for the most part of my life, um, and that was pre-COVID, just in case. So I don't want anybody to think otherwise. Unless I was going out somewhere to do a speech or an investigation or consulting. Yeah, you know, normally stay locked up. Yeah, that's definitely me. Um, That's the life I live. Anyways, a lot of interesting things going on into the news. So let's get you into some of that stuff because I think that uh, that's going to be important. So let's let's talk about it. Bringing you information you never knew you cared about. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so let's take it from the top of the shit list. So here we go. Popeyes is bringing back its Cajun-style turkey for Thanksgiving of 2020. The pre-cooked bird is handed... Hand rubbed with zesty Cajun spice, according to the eatery's website. Customers can pre-order the festive food from their local participating Popeyes location for just thirty nine ninety nine. So there you go. If you're interested in enjoying some Popeyes pre-cooked chicken, oh not not chicken turkey turkey. 
damn it, turkey. So there you go. So you can have some turkey. Um, and hopefully you will, you know, there you go. It's uh, it's already pre-ordered. You can pre-order it. Um, let's see. Hand rubbed with zesty Cajun spices. So I guess you just don't, you know, if you don't want to fry it at home, you can fry it directly from them. Have them fry it for you. Maybe that's a good idea. Yeah, so I don't know. We haven't made it through Halloween, so I don't even know if I should be bringing this up yet about Thanksgiving. But we sure should talk about the amount of fried turkeys. And remember, I'm in the South, where that actually takes place, where people burn up their joints because of using it. Nothing, I mean, and it's not because fryers are bad. It's just people just don't know how to use them properly, which is a different conversation. So don't take it the wrong way. And, you know, don't don't start calling me and being upset about me saying something about a fryer. Because it's the fryer people not knowing how to use them properly. So let's get that clear. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. So you ready for this? You know, I did say we were close to Halloween, so let's talk about this. An exorcism was performed in Northern California on Saturday as the site where racial injustice protesters toppled a statue of the 1800 Spanish missionary Junipero Serra. Junipero Serra, Archbishop Salvatore, Salvatore Cordinello, Cordinello, the, the Archdiocese of San Francisco performed the ritual in front of about 150 supporters before holding a special mass inside of the St. Raphael Catholic Church. Exorcisms, unlike what is seen in the movies, are stolen. Church rituals intended to drive away evil. So hold on. Are we talking now that it's not the exorcist? Or the exorcism of Emily Rose or whatever the hell that thing was called. I mean, that's what I was envisioning right away. So you're telling me that I'm looking at it the wrong way. So how would you feel if you showed up to a church event? You know, you got invited, some friends invited you and say, hey, let's go to church. You go out there and you find out they're doing an exorcism. When you freak out, I mean, I think I would be kind of standoffish. I mean, I don't know if you remember the cross scene on the exorcism part, part one. On, well, you know, when she grabbed the cross and when she started saying what she was saying, you know, we'll keep it PG on that part because, you know, that's not a proper thing to probably be saying, especially from my point of view. Uh, so I don't know. Interesting stuff. I've never seen an exorcism done, I think, in person yet, but things are always subject to change and they can change relatively quick. Um, so, yeah, if you're into that kind of gig, please contact me. I would, lo- I would definitely love to meet up. And see it in person, that's for sure. Anyways, evacuations in Colorado and Utah have been ordered as new wild fire blaze across the strait. The range, the range fire and Fire Canyon fire have already burned thousands of acres in less than a day in Utah. In Arizona, the horse fire has scorched nearly 8,500 acres. All the fires are under investigation. So what do you think? I mean, we're starting to see a lot of this stuff, a lot of these fire fire things. For sure. So what are you thinking as you see this and you hear about it and people are saying, okay, this is what's going on. We need to talk about it. We need to do something about this. Do you have a plan in place? And I know that we are talking about areas that are outliers, but shit, there's rangers out there, park rangers and all that kind of fun stuff that have to do a lot of the work here. So as you look at it and you think about it, because, you know, everybody has a theory, a theory of everything. What do you think about? What's your toe? What's your theory of everything? Because you have to have one. And of course, we can sit back and talk about some of the strange anomalies, anomalies that are out there. But what do you think about this? 
I mean, we have seen more and more fires. It's It's been an interesting year overall. Let's start off with that. But it's been an interesting year when it comes to fires and an interesting year when it comes to earthquakes. Of course, you can throw in interesting year about pandemics as well. Duh. That's something to think about. But sure. I mean, what do you think when you hear this whole thing? What, I mean, droughts are definitely cause of an issue. Some fires started by reveal parties, but that's a whole other story. And I'm sure we could have that conversation as well. But what do you think about when you hear about all these things going on? Like, do you sit back and you go, okay, I need to plan X, Y, and Z out? Or do you look at it and go, well, I hope the people had a plan and they can move forward from there. I mean, there's so many different conversations to be had. That's for sure. As you talk about this and we'll see what ends up taking place as all of these fires are under investigation. Anyways, a free speech anti-big tech rally turned violent in San Francisco on Saturday. The conservative group Team Save America organized an event to protest Twitter, which they believe censors free speech. The event quickly turned ugly as hundreds, if of its counter-protesters confronted the group. A video caught by organizers of the events getting punched in the mouth, leaving him bloody and missing teeth. A man wearing a Trump t-shirt was also attacked and had to be taken to a local hospital to be treated for his injuries. So a lot of interesting stuff there. And I don't know, I kind of feel, and I did say feel, when I talk about this, is that there's some things that we need to talk about. I do not know and I say no, if Twitter, Facebook, and all these social media platforms, which I am participating on right this moment, so let's make sure that we're clear, are the place where I get to practice free speech. Because if I agree to terms of condition or toss, as we've spoken about previously, they kind of tell us what we can do inside of their environment. I know it sucks, but you did agree with the terms of service. And probably like most, as we talked about previously, probably didn't read them. And that's okay, too. Somewhat. Um, but that's something you have to think about. It's part of the agreement of what you do to come in here. I mean, like, if you say, hey, you can't do X, Y, and Z inside of here, and you're going, well, you're violating my rights. Well, you don't have to use the service. Make sense? Don't have to agree with me on it. Let's make sure that we're clear there. But you have to understand that this is part of the agreement of being able to hang out inside of here. So... I have, I have free will to do X inside of here, but there's certain things that they want to restrict. Like, I love to play copyrighted music. I can use copyrighted music when I have acquired a license. I have licenses that I can use on my radio platform. I do not have licenses that I can use on a video platform. If I do the video and play copyrighted music, I get a no-no, I get a notice, I get something turned against me, I get a warning, or I get a fine. That's something that I know, so I opt not to play copyrighted music inside of here. We do some royalty-free music, kind of just giving you some scenarios. So what do you think about when you hear this? Do you go, it's a bunch of bullshit, or do you think about it and go, they're just violating my thing, or I kind of get it? I mean, there's a lot of different things to think about. What I always tell people, if you don't like how something's done, do something to make it better. How do you go about making it better? You can have conversations. You can have protests and talk about what you don't like. But 
they can agree or disagree if they want to change their service or not. That's just something to think about. Should somebody get punched in the face, get their teeth knocked out, or have to end up in the hospital? Absolutely not. Regardless of what shirt you're wearing, a Trump shirt, a Biden shirt, whatever shirt, it shouldn't matter. But that's just the thought process. Of course. That's what I'm saying. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, so let's continue, continue, continue. A bar and five stools removed from Adolf Hitler's yacht, Avisa Grill, have hit the auction block according to the auction house Alexander's historical auctions. The bar stools, the bar and the stools, which have been remained untouched for 70 years, are estimated fetched upwards of $250,000. A starting bid for these items is $75,000. So how do you feel? Because it is a feelings kind of question. This going up to the auction block, $75,000 for Adolf Hitler's Yacht Avisa Grills bar in five stools. Do you think that this, well, thinking about it and talking about it, do you think that this is something that should, number one, go to an auction block? Number two, if it does, is that really a value point? I mean, there's a lot of strange there for sure as we talk about it. Just think about that for a moment, and please don't crucify the messenger. More sarcasm than a Mortal Kombat beatdown. Rated R Safety Show. A police arrested a man in Tennessee after a child picked up his, uh, his gun and killed her father. Jerome Smith was shot in the head by his three-year-old daughter who was playing with the 26-year-old Alant jones gun when it was discharged joan has been charged with reckless homicide and unlawful possession of a weapon holy crap three-year-old i mean three-year-old doesn't know what they're doing for the most part so the unlawfulness of having the weapon i understand and then has been charged with reckless homicide interesting on how that works and I know that people say, well, you tote a lot about guns and talk a lot about them. I just talk about the legality of having them and talk about what we do. You know, Second Amendment, right? I understand that. Makes sense. But what do you think about this? I mean, it's a three-year-old, number one. But the unlawful possession of the weapon is going to definitely be the other issue here when we talk about it. I mean, what kind of guns should be allowed? Legal ones, of course, is the way I'm going to go with it. But what do you think about when you hear this? Because that's the other part. Oh, I just lost that. Look at that. Um, so a lot of things to think about as we discuss this, for sure. I mean, do you look at it and go, no, you're just kind of off your rocker as you talk about guns and just leave it alone and move forward? I mean, I think people should have the right to have guns. I'm not going to disagree with that. I just think that, you know, when it comes to the whole thing, there's a proper way to acquire them, and there might need to be some changes to the system. Um, that's just the other thought behind the whole thing. And that's, of course, my opinion. 
Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, a suspect shot dead by police after beheading a history teacher in Paris on Friday has been identified as 18-year-old Moscow-born Chechen refugee. The Over the weekend, authorities arrested nine other suspects, including the teen's grandfather, parents of the 17-year-old brother in connection of the killing. It is believed that the victim, Samuel Pate, was killed after after sharing caricatures of Islam Prophet Muhammad, which prohibited by the religion. The French anti-terrorism prosecutor, Jean Fracose Ricard, said that the investigation for the murder, which is suspected terrorist motive, has been opened. Holy crap, dude! Decapitation... Arrest? What is going on, man? Suspect shot dead after beheading. Beheading. Now, I'm not big into morbid videos. Let's just be realistic. But at one point, there was a, some sequence of people pa- be, um, passing around beheading videos, which are terrible to watch. Would never, would not recommend it to anyone. But man, what is going on? Beheading. For passing this around. Now, how do you feel when you hear about this? That's definitely a conversation. You can't just leave it as is. And I understand there's certain things that you probably shouldn't talk about, touch when it comes to certain items. But how bad was this drawing? How bad was this cartoon or caricature that we're talking about? Because, I mean, I don't, I don't think I've ever been so upset about something where I go, okay, this person needs to be beheaded. For doing X. It's just a conversation point. So let's just go from there. You are listening to something magical. <laughs> You're listening to the Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so listen to this twist real quick. A bakery in Pennsylvania may hold the secret to the winner of the 2020 election. The family-owned bakery claims that the election-themed cookies have act accurately predicted the outcome the past three presidential elections. Lochelle Bakery launched this year's cookie poll last month with both Trump 2020 and Biden 2020 cookies have been struggling to keep their shelves stocked ever since. Bakery owner Kathleen Lochelle said that <laughs> says that they have already sold thousands of the presidential treats and even had to close early on multiple occasions to bake and recoup stock. Based on the cookie sales, who do you think the winner is, if they're accurate? Well, according to this, Trump is the lead, three to one. So there you go. If you believe in the the cookie prediction, Trump will win the election, based on the information that we have right there. You are listening to a radio god. What? This has to be an error. That host is not a radio god. Anyways, this is the Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. The lemur who was stolen from the San Francisco Zoo has been returned and a suspect has been arrested. Mackie, who was reported missing on Wednesday, was discovered late Thursday after about five miles away at a playground in Dallas City. Corey McGilloway, Corey McGilloway, let's try that again, Corey McGilloway, 30, was arrested and faces four felony charges for burglary, grand theft of an animal, and looting during the state emergency and vandalism. 
What the hell? What the hell, dude? You're going to steal an animal, go five miles down the road, you're going to get caught, and now you're getting arrested for burglary, grand theft, and then grand theft of an animal, and then looting during state of emergency? Jeez. I hope it was worth the while. Not that I'm agreeing with anything that the person did, but holy monkeys, dude. What were you going to do with the animal? Like, were you going to store it at home? I mean, I just sometimes some things just don't click in my head. When people, when I hear about people doing X, read about people doing X, Y, or Z, but man, 30 years old, you have just ruined the, possibly the rest of your life over this stupid shit. And who knows what the hell they're going to throw at you. And hopefully you didn't get shit on at the same time too. Cause that's a whole other story. Duh. Duh. Listen to our host of the Rated R Safety Show. Self-implode on our airwaves only on Safety FM. Okay, so listen to this one. Tell me what you think here. Women are taking COVID more seriously than men. According to a new study published in the Proceedings of the National Academy of Science of the United States of America, the study found that women are less likely than men to put themselves at risk catching the virus because they are more inclined to see it as various health problems. Researchers concluded that different attitudes may explain why women have shown less vulnerability to the virus as experience less mor- morality, morality, uh, mortality <laughs> than they, the male counterparts. More than 21,000 respondents in the U.S., Australia, Austria, France, Germany, Italy, New Zealand, and the U.K. were surveyed. So what do you think? And I will tell you, I do know that the majority of the people that listen to this particular show and watch the show are gentlemen or men or something along those lines. Males. Let's just call them males. Let's call them males. So this might be a rough question to ask the group here, but what do you think? Are you taking COVID less serious than your female counterpart if a female is your counterpart? Or are you looking at it and going, hey, it is what it is, and if something's going to happen, it's going to happen? I don't know. I kind of look at both sides of the scenario. I guess I'm a little paranoid about going out, period. So it's home studio, studio home for the most part. I do kind of go in between from here and there, depending on the place. But what do you think? Are you seeing that females are playing a higher factor to this than what males are? That's, of course, something to think about on your neck of the woods as we do talk about it. So I don't know. I just think it's something worth talking about. I look at it and I go, I see when I go out a heavy mix of both. So I don't know. I don't know. Just something to think about. Anyways, let's go into some other news real quick. Let me kind of do the quicko flipperoo as we take a listen to this real quick. We are now video streaming the Rated R Safety Show. I don't know why our host has a face for radio. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so going into the not-so-serious news, Alex Trebek and Megan Three Stallion might sound like the unusual fusion of stars, but their pair have been brought together under some unlikely circumstances. Jeopardy host Trebek has gotten his own savage remix after hilarious reading lyrics of the hit Megan Three Stallion song during Friday's show. He put some extra pizzazz pizzazz into the reading of the lyrics, classy, buggy, ratchet, and sassy, moody, nasty. 
Of course, the contestants got the answer right away, saying, what is savage? Now, a cheeky Twitter user mashed up the 80-year-old Trebek's voice and the original song to create a whole new interpretation. You can actually find that online, not that difficult to find if you're interested in doing so. Anyways, let's continue real quick. Johnny Depp has been ordered to give in-person deposition of, of in his $50 million defamin- def- oh, defamation defamation case against Amber Turd. This comes after previously delay of the lawsuit because of the coronavirus pandemic. Deb must sit three days in the offices of Heard's lawyer in Virginia to be deposed between November the 10th and the 12th. Deb is seeking damages after Heard wrote an opt-ed for the Washington Post in which she claimed that she was a victim of domestic violence. Anyways, that's the, the newest between Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. I think I did call her Amber Turd. Sorry about that. That was from an older news story. So if I did do that, oops. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay. As the saying goes, the pen is mightier than the sword. But what about the keyboard? Researchers are saying that both children and adults learn more, remember, remember things more efficiently when writing them by hand rather than using a keyboard. And they say that all children should receive at least one instructions in handwriting. Studies carried out in the Norwegian University of Science and Technology, NTNU, looked at the brain activity of 12 young adults and 12 children. Once while writing in a notebook and again while typing on a keyboard, both adult adolescents and adult brains much more active writing in comparison to typing. The scientists concluded that the use of a pen and paper gives the brain more hooks and hangs into memories. A lot more sense in our active activated or a lot more senses are activated by pressing the pen to a paper and seeing the letters you write and hearing the sound that they make while writing them. These sense of experience create contact between different parts of the brain and open the brain up while learning. They say that it is essential for child's development to both write and draw from an early age, something that will increase that will <laughs> that increased digital activity has taken away. I know my brain is not the most act is more active when using a pen. Same with the person that's trying to read it. Yeah, I've been told that I have doctor handwriting. <laughs> You'll get that. Okay. On, on the other hand, when it comes to using a keyboard, you only forget to hit save once. And of course, their reports was written on a keyboard. So now who knows what the hell they really meant. If you think about that for a moment, that's how I did receive the information. It wasn't a handwritten note. Think about that. Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, new spin on spinach. Yes, spinach is great for you. In fact, some call it a superfood. Let's do that again. Superfood. But now a study has found that spinach might help the planet too. Researchers from the American University say that vegetable is a better catalyst for batteries and fuel cells than previous metals. The study says spinach, which is rich in iron and nitrogen, yeah, nitrogen is an inexpensive natural resource which can replace more toxic options. It can be used to increase nanosheets to produce enough current to create energy and power anything from electric cars to military equipment. Study uh, study authors 
add that the vegetables is great to work with because it survives at low temperatures and it is easy to grow. Be happy, kids. As soon as the government hears about this, they'll tax the heck out of it. <laughs> okay. Interesting to how spinach can be used for, ba- for, pow- for battery power and gas. Awesome, I made it through the whole story without mentioning Popeye once. Duh. That was going to be the next thing, of course. You had to think about it. Popeye was on to something way before any of us were. That's for sure. So there you go. A lot of interesting stuff going on there. So what do you think about spinach? Do you kind of partake in the superfood? And do you guys, I guess, feel powered up after you do the spinach gig? And what do you like? Do you like the cooked spinach or the raw spinach? I'm a raw spinach kind of guy. I think the cooked spinach is kind of gross. Personal opinion. And that bullshit of people smashing cans and eating it directly... Way no go for me, my friends. That's for sure. Anyways, Karen, for those customers, yep, it hasn't been a great year for women named Karen and by any stretch. But Canadian Flower Shop is trying to show some love. Edmonds, Alberta Flowers on 50th recently started a promotion offering free flowers to anyone named Karen. This cus- This comes, of course... As the name recently became associated to certain middle-class white women exhibiting her as privileged and demanding to speak to the manager, store co-owner Karen Ferguson says that although she doesn't take Karen's memes or jokes to heart herself, she knows that some Karens do. And they deserve some love. Hold on. And they deserve some love. Since posting the... Since posting the sign, Ferguson has received a lot of support on social media from women named, well, of course, Karen, with one writing, I don't want free flowers. I just want to say, I love this. Well done. So proud of my of my name that that my dad gave me. The promotion is running this week only. Can you imagine the irony if Karen shows up a day late to get free flowers and then asks to speak for, to the manager? Of course, any self-respecting Karen will require free delivery. Some guys, if your wife is named Karen's, go get some, go get her some free flowers. She deserves it. And so do you. Jeez, think about it. Rated R Safety Show. Sarcastic? Never. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. So, because you know we talk a little bit about everything, we have to talk about it here today. So, let this be no holding back, and let's move forward with this. Most popular dog names of 2020. Yeah, we had to talk. I know, we're only in October, but man, we had to get we had to get through this shit together. I know. I'm just trying to hurry up and get this all over with. I'm not talking about the show. I'm talking about the year. So let's talk about this real quick. Most popular dog names of 2020, according to dog toy treat subscription company BarkBox, who po- who points out more pets than usual were adopted this year as people looked to canine companions to keep them company while staying home due to the pandemic. So here we go. We're going to give you the top 10 names. So here you go. And number 10, Lola. Number nine, Sadie. Number eight, Daisy. Number seven, Bailey. Number six, Max. Number five, Cooper. Number four, Lucy. Number three, Charlie. Number two, Luna. And the number one dog name for 2020 is Bella. So there you go. 
We're not talking about the Bella Twins, just in case. They're not dogs at all. Also in the top 100, classic names like Buddy, common human names like Jack and Ellie, and names inspired by ancient mythology like Zeus, Thor, Apollo, and Loki. Some pups' names came from, well, came from other animals like bear, moose, others from pantry such as ginger, pepper, olive. Colorful names like Hazel, Blue, Ruby made the list as well and did some titles from movies like Rocky, Nala, and the Lion King. How the hell would you like to have your your dog named the Lion King? Like all of a sudden you're yelling at somebody and go, hey, Lion King, Lion King, come here. Anyways, let's talk a little bit more real quick. The Price is Rice host Bob Barker was not Adam Sandler's first choice for the classic golfing fight scene in the 1996 comedy Happy Gilmore. Sandler revealed in a recent interview that the scene was written for Johnny Carson sidekick and McMahon, but McMahon was not interested in the opportunity that he, <laughs> that he never responded to Sandler's offer to be in the movie. Eventually, Barker agreed to appear on the, on the condition that he win the golf course throwdown, which I don't blame him. The price is wrong, bitch. So anyway, something to think about, that's for sure. Anyways, it's already getting to that time, and let's get into the main story, because I think that that might be not important. Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. So I am seeing a common theme going around more and more as I do kind of do my interweb scopes, my internet searches, my social media posting, my social media platforms. And I'm talking about, I am finding a lot of people doing self-high fives. And you might sit there for a moment and go, what? Yeah, I said self-high fives, you know. Have you ever seen anybody do a self-high five? You know, where something really cool happens and they high-five themselves? Have you seen it? You're probably sitting there for a moment and going, what in the hell are you talking about? I've never seen that. You might have seen the meme with the guy self-high-fiving in the... On the mirror, that's probably about as close as you're going to get. And the reason that I mentioned this is because I'm seeing tons and tons of social media posts where people are liking their own post. And I don't get it. You don't go around self-high-fiving yourself. So why in the heck would you like your own social media post? I mean, isn't that essentially what you're doing? You're self-high-fiving in front of, well, whoever you're sharing this with. And I'm trying to understand the purpose. So I went out and spoke with subject matter experts. Let's try that again. Subject matter experts about the scenario. And this is what was said. You want to cause some type of engagement with your social media post so people that follow you might like what you posted if you like it. And I was so confused when I was talking to people about this, and I know this should not be a main story because this is me just being an asshole because that's what it boils down to. But if you posted it, shouldn't people automatically like it if they do like the content? That you should not have to like it for them to like it? I'm just asking, just asking the question, because I don't self-high-five So liking my own post, I don't think I've done. And if I have done it, it has been by total error. But man, that is such a weird scenario. 
Why am I going to like my own post? And the problem is I see people do this all the time, like all the time. And I just don't understand it. And maybe I'm old. Maybe that's part of the part of the case. But why would you have to like your own post? I mean, I just see a lot of strange things, too. I have 7.2 million views over the blah. Cool. That's not going to make me want to watch your stuff. I don't know. A lot of strange things. Self high fives. People having conferences where they're claiming that they're giving away tons of giveaway or a ton of giveaways. A ton of giveaways. Like, did you weigh all that shit and figure out that's what you're doing? Then the other one was I saw over the weekend, some people were bragging about a conference they're putting on. Fantastic. Glad you're putting on a conference. We have over X thousands of people showing up to our conference. Then they showed the number that was not the number that they had stated and said, now we're close to this. But why were you saying over the weekend that you were at this number and then changed it? And does it matter? So if you tell people we have X thousands of people showing up is going to encourage them. And then after the whole blasting of it's not a Zoom call, it's not a Zoom call, it's not a Zoom call. Okay, there's some Zoom elements to it. I'm so confused. Just tell people what it is. We're doing a digital event. The digital event is X. This is what's going to be involved into it. There's going to be Zoom. There's going to be probably some Skype. There's going to be some other things that people are not going to like. But hey, this is the world that we're living in. And guess what? We don't have a ton of giveaways because nobody does. Oh, hold on. Let me go um, self-high-five myself real quick. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Every day you hear lawyers talking on TV about how they win big. It's just talk. Most don't ever go to court. Michigan Lawyers Weekly just reported last year's multi-million dollar verdicts and settlements. FIGRA Law had 30, 10 times more than any of those so-called winners. They can say whatever they want, but the numbers don't lie. FIGRA Law is unstoppable. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Safety never sounded so terrible. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so let's continue and get back and out of that mess real quick. So let's talk about some other things going on. Unfortunately, I have to share some deaths with you. Is that part of the story? So let's go through it real quick. Johnny Bush has died. The country music veteran passed away on October the 16th due to pneumonia. According to his manager, he was 85. Also passing away last week, the former ACD basis away away last Wednesday, according to the Facebook post shared by by his friends, neither his case nor death or exact age at the time that it was shared. But that was Paul Matters has passed away as well as of last week. Thoughts and prayers are with the family as we talk about the different things that are going on here. Anyways, let's talk about some other things that are going on here inside of the Rated R Safety Show. And then we get to talk about the swamp because, you know, we have to get to that at some point. So here we go. Let's talk about it. On CNN Sunday morning, Nancy Pelosi said that she wants a deal in the next 48 hours in order to get legislation passed and signed before the election day, citing future hangups 
in both houses to fully resolve the final bills. Meanwhile, the the U.S. Senate is scheduled to vote on the standalone bills to reauthorize the Paycheck Protection Program. It is not expected to get much Democratic support as their party swings for the fences on another multi-trillion dollar package. So there you go. Sometimes I feel like the guy that helps me out with this is kind of biased when he writes some of this shit, but whatever. Uh, so there you go. There's that. Uh, some other things. Let's see. In Sunday afternoon tweet, Rudy Giuliani indicated that he has a receipt signed by Hunter Biden indicating that he personally left a computer to, for repair, which started this whole mess in the first place about what was going on with the computer. I don't know. Do I even want to talk about this? I kind of feel like I get so bored of it. Uh, Let's go through some other things. Let's talk about some other things. Joe Biden headlines. Um, And a few times, blah, 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 blah. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Matter of fact, here's the headline. Ready? Joe Biden and Donald Trump. One is president. One is not. Both running for the presidency on November the 3rd. Early voting is opened in some states, and you can start doing so now. If not, you have till November the 3rd to actually go out and place your vote. Some people can vote via mail. Some people can vote in person, depending on which option you want to go with. If you don't like who's in office now, go vote. If you like who's in office now, go vote. You have both options. If you want someone new, go vote. If you want someone that's there, go vote. The problem is, or the the whole thing here, is regardless of what you're going to do, just vote. Doesn't matter who you vote for, vote with what you want to see. All I care about is you voting, not all this other bullshit that I get to read about, oh, this person, that person. I don't care. I really don't care. You have to vote for what's right for you. I'm not going to persuade you to go vote for this guy or that guy or that gal or that guy or whatever. You have to do what you think is best for you your family, your friends, and your country. I say that it all starts by voting, regardless of who you're voting for. That's a good start. Only thing I tell people is vote for what you think is right. That's it. As long as, you, as, long as you're doing it. Unfortunately, I get frustrated when I speak to people and they tell me, well, I'm not voting. doesn't matter. It matters. It matters. Just vote. That's it. If I can leave you with anything of importance for the first time in my life, it's go vote. That's it. Nothing else. Anyways, let's continue. Let's talk about the lottery. No winner for Friday night's Mega Million drawing. Tuesday's drawing will be for $86 million jackpot or a $67.3 million cash payout. No winner for Saturday night's Powerball drawing either. Wednesday's drawing will be for $91 million jackpot or a $72 million cash payout. There you go. So that's what's going on real quick. Let me give you the top 10. Yes, I'm going to do the 10 today. What's going on inside of the weekend box office? The Kid Detective made $135,000 at number nine. Love and Monsters, $255,000. Unhinged, $425,000 at number eight. The New Mutants at number seven, $465,000. At number six, Two Hearts, $565,000. Hocus Pocus, yeah, that movie, the re-release version of it, $756,000. Nightmare Before Christmas, re-release, number four in the movie theater, $1.3 million. The Tenet, 
made $1.6 million this week. At number three, The War with Grandpa, $2.5 million this week. And the number one movie, according to the box office reports, Honest Thief, making $3.7 million. So there you go. A lot of interesting stuff on what's going on there. Anyways, here we go. Let's talk about some rumors that are making the circle of showbiz. I just want to mention this one, and then we'll move out of it right away. So here you go. Rumor is Marvel may address Chadwick Bosman's death by going the Carrie Fisher route by having CGI double cameo to give Chadwick's character closure in Black Panther 2. The tidbit comes from the insider who has posted or proved time and time again to have access to accurate Marvel information. Disney has not yet said whether they will be, have someone else step in and play the famed superhero or if T shall or T shall disappear from the franchise. As previously reported, Bosman passed away from colon cancer in August, and he was gearing up to reprise the role in the sequel. So there you go. It'll be interesting to see how they address that as we go forward. Very interesting times for sure. Anyways, let me tell you a little bit about what's going on in the world of sports. Despite squaring off the gridiron on Sunday, Tom, Tom Brady and his rivalry with fellow QB Aaron Rodgers on the green. Brady told reporters that he is hoping to get revenge on the Green Bay Packers star on the range after Rodgers beat him last time they played nine holes. The Buccaneers QB added that he's always had respect for Rodgers, explaining the QB is the in the league and there is always mutual admiration because you can appreciate how tough this job is. So there you go. Some interesting stuff there real quick. Anyways, let's talk about some birthdays real quick. Hunter King TV actress turns 27 today. Rebecca Ferguson turns 37. Trey Parker TV producer of South Park turns 51. Oh my God. John Favreau movie actor and director turns 54. Floyd Mayweather Sr. turned 68. Patrick Simmons, American musician from the Doobie Brothers, just in case you did not know, turned 72 today. Anyways, let's jump into some other news before we get the hell out of here today. Let's talk about some other things that are going on. Here's some whack facts in case if you needed some today. 90% of all airplane collisions occur on the ground. It would take... A manned rocket ship 70 years to reach the next closest solar system. If you pour salt into a glass, the level of water will go down instead of up. Chickens can see daylight 45 minutes before it is visible to humans. The probability of you drinking a glass of water that contains molecules of water that also pass through a dinosaur is almost 100%. Butterflies can can drunk what can d- drunk on the juice that is by created by rotten fruit. So there you go, some interesting stuff there. That if you're very interested in some weird stuff. Anyways, let's talk about some other things real quick. In case you did not know this, here's some slices of crap to share with you. Motley Crue drummer Tommy Lee says that he's moving to Europe if President Trump wins re-election. Sorry, I hate to change my vote from Biden, but I can't turn this opportunity down. Just kidding on both. I'm not really voting for anybody. I'm voting for myself. There's a new there's a new bacon scented PPE face mask made by Hormel Foods now available. So great news for anybody who wants to smell like Chris Christie. Rough. 
rough stuff. Kylie Minogue has announced her new album and an eventual tour. And the other huge news from the 90s, a dude with an eight ball jacket shouted, whoop, there it is. And did the running man after getting, getting the last Beanie Baby at Jordan Marsh. Duh. Vander Holyfield is 58 today. These days, he's like, he's like relaxed and loves talking boxing if you just lend him an ear. A well-known pastor from North Carolina is accused from relieving himself on a sleeping woman in the in the backseat of a Delta plane. I've said it all along. Delta has the best in-flight movies. So there you go. Some interesting stuff going on inside of our little world. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, so let's talk about this real quick if you're interested in doing so. Um, I have some friends out there that we've been doing some interesting stuff, talking about some interesting things, doing some interesting things. So I want to share this with you. Over the weekend, we were supposed to have the release of the pre-accident investigation. Where we're going to be talking about some stuff. Apparently, all of our stuff was already slated to come out in regards of what that conversation was about. So we kind of, I guess we can say we slightly jumped the gun. Maybe we jumped the gun. I don't know. I don't know how to look at it. But anyway, so we were going to have some discussions about what we're calling paying it forward. And that's kind of been a big subject matter of what we've been discussing here at Safety FM over the last little bit. So let me explain to you what we have going on real quick. So what we have done is we have created a community for where you can actually participate in this. So what does this mean? This means that you can go to SWIY, SWIY dot I-O and put in P-I-F, SWIY dot I-O forward slash P-I-F. And this will take you to the community that we are doing called Pay It Forward. It has a link for supporters, and it also has a link for people that are wanting to receive some of the stuff that we're doing there. So if you're interested in doing that, go out, hang out, and there will be some offerings that are there. I will tell you the first one in the sequence of offerings that we're giving out to the general public. If you're interested in coming and hanging out, you go to safetyfm.io. And this is the class that we have coming up on Wednesday, which is the practice of learning about hop. So you just do hop 101. So it's hop 101 for beginners, human and organizational performance. You come hang out with us and we will teach you about human and organizational performance. How is the pay it forward concept? Well, we have actually discounted the tickets all the way down to nada, 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 nada. So you pay what you can afford to actually be part of the class. That will be taking place at 10 a.m., Eastern Standard Time on Wednesday, the 21st. So there you go. You can come hang out with us, do some things on the morning of the 21st, 10 a.m. If you want the website straight without all my weird lingo, learningteamscommunity.com forward slash pay it forward. Learningteamscommunity.com forward slash pay it forward. So there you go. Some interesting stuff there. Come hang out. Take a look at what we got going on there. I think you'll have some fun with what we're doing there. Also, let's talk to you about my friends at the Suicide Prevention Lifeline. If you're running into issues with depression or contemplating suicide, there's a phone number that you can call to have somebody to talk to. That's 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-TALK or 1-800-273-8255. They'll be readily available to speak with you about anything that's actually going on. 
and they're open 24 hours a day, seven days a week, where they'll be answering the phone. If you don't want to actually do it via the phone, you can actually jump on to their website at suicidepreventionlifeline.org. That will be readily available for you as well. So as we're going to close this out today, let's talk about some other things. Back on this date in 2005, Saddam Hussein begins his trial for war crimes and genocide. The deposed dispossessed with seven co-defendants who were officials and members of his cabinet. When he first asked the name of the judge, Saddam responded only with, I am the president of Iraq. He was also convicted in November of the following year and hanged in December 30th of that same year. So there you go. That happened back on this date, back in 2000, whatever the hell I just said. Anyways, let's talk about the days of the year that you can celebrate today. If you're interested in doing so, dress like a dork day, evaluate your life day, international adjust your chair day, international gin and tonic day, multicultural diversity day, national clean your virtual desktop day, national seafood bisque day, LBGT center awareness day, rainforest day, pediatric bone and joint day, and new friends day. So there's some days of the of the year that you can celebrate today. And let me give you a couple other things just to kind of close it out between you and I. So here we go. If you need something to do as a random joke, use this one. Just because it's a bad idea doesn't mean it won't be a good time. That's a good one to start off with. If you need one to start off your next phone call, here you go. What was your I am surrounding by I am surrounded by idiots moment? Start off your next phone call with that. If you need something to talk about around the water cooler, here you go. Question. A worldwide survey on grooming found that 16% of people believe women should not do this. What is it? Shave their legs. That's what it is. And then if you need a deep thought, something to think about for the rest of the day, I don't need an inspirational quote today. What I need today is a freaking cup of coffee. So there you go. That's some stuff that we're rounding it off with today. Anyways, that's it. That is the end of the Rated R Safety Show. Thank you for always being the best part of the Safety FM, and that is the listener. Without you, we couldn't do what we do here at Safety FM. Safety FM is the home of real safety talk. If you're interested in coming and hanging out with us as part of our Pay It Forward program, you can come hang out with us at safetyfm.io for the event that we have going on in Wednesday. Anyways, you've been listening to the Rated R Safety Show. I know who you are. You know who I am. Love you. Mean it. Duh. Bye. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.